everyone, and welcome to the Sister Time Podcast, the show about shows time forgot. This is a very special episode, because for one thing, we're doing something that people haven't forgotten, uh, <laughs> called Animorphs. You've probably heard of it, one would hope. And we are here with two very special guests from the podcast, The Morph Club. So you should check that out if you want. And it's my friends Carrie Peach and Megan Brennan. Hello. Hello and welcome. Hi. Thank you. It's an honor to be here with the Sisters of Sister Time. You know, you're an honorary sister now. Like, once you've been on the podcast, (gasps) that's what the Sister Time podcast is. Well, I just mandated it and I'm the older (laughs) sister, so I get to say who's a sister or not. Also... This is not just a Sister Time podcast in terms of, like, sisters who are related to each other. This is also a Sister Time podcast because we're ladies and we talk about women's stuff, which means that I can say to everybody that I'm having menstrual cramps so bad right now that I can't even see straight. It's like someone... (laughs) Really? Okay, viewers, I'm holding up my... I'm desperately holding up the heating pad that I've been clutching against my body for the past 24 hours. We started syncing up before we even got on the show together. We got synced in preparation for the show. Did you you look at the moon last night? Because I looked at the moon last night. I did look at the moon last night, and my body was like, whoop, it's time. (laughs) It's like someone put a brick into a pillowcase and just, like, wailed on me with it. Oh, my God. And I'm just like, I'm so ready to talk about Animorphs. Yeah, having a uterus is the worst. I feel like someone is just gently punching me or like a squirrel's nibbling on my insides. If you can skip having a uterus, recommended. Well, see, this works, though. Don't you just wish you could transform into a fish or something? Wow, that was such a topical segue. (laughs) Wait, do fishes not have periods? No, they don't have uteruses. Well, some of them. Uh, There are sharks, of course, who do give birth to live young, but I don't know if they have, I don't think they have cramps. Humans are pretty bad. As far as well, I'm saying, saying this just as a rule, because mm-hmm. in anamorphs, morphing is very painful and is weird, and your body does stuff you don't want to do, just like when you have your period. Is it actually <laughs> painful? Does it actually hurt you? The morph? No. In the no. books, it's unpleasant. It okay. doesn't cause physical pain, but there's a lot of talk about I could feel my bones extending outside of my skin, and oh, I could, you know, I got the sense of vertigo as my insides rearrange themselves. They so no pain. It as kind of uh, like when you're under Novocaine and you know you're being yes. stabbed, and you're just like I feel uncomfortable because I know that it, hurt, <laughs> it should hurt a lot. So mm-hmm. that's kind of how they feel. It's just like, oh boy, I'm glad I can't actually feel that. Yeah. Ugh. I do remember though the very very vivid descriptions in the books of like not being able to look at it. It's like almost like a Lovecraftian, like, I couldn't even watch you chance transform into the thing. Because they never really, like, describe exactly. So, no, they do sometimes. Do they? Sometimes they describe mid-forms. But it was just kind of like a, I couldn't look. And I'm like, after, like, the hundredth time, don't you think you'd be able to look? I'd be able to look. I would be so into looking. I'd just be like, whoa. <laughs> you would not? Yeah, I'd just be like, gross. You're disgusting. Yeah. Um, I'm disgusting, but I'm into that. What is your favorite Animorphs book? I'm really fond of the Andalite Chronicles, which is the only one in which the main Animorphs have not yet appeared, which feels like a betrayal, (laughs) but it was just a teen space opera about an alien in love with a human, and I loved it to pieces. I would honestly recommend, if you haven't read an Animorphs book, that's a great intro, even though, again, the actual Animorphs, not present. Because, you know, Abby is a big fat liar, and has not. So, the thing about our history... Is I didn't read any of books at the proper time. Yeah, I like to see the covers and I like to flip through on the little corner. They had the little transformation. I was just like, "That's badass," but there were so many, and I was just like, "Eh." 
She was busy reading Goosebumps and other garbage. Dumb shit. I don't even know what I was busy doing. I was probably just messing around drawing dumb pictures. I was trying to oh, write gross. my own Who draws pictures? where people turned into animals. Oh. oh. What about you, Megan? What's your favorite Animorphs book? Well, okay, Andalite Chronicles was the best, like, technically good one. Like, that was, like, a genuinely really good book. And I'm trying to find the number. Okay, The Unknown is the one with the horse cover, and it's the one where there's, like... Oh, yes! No, that was great! <laughs> it is a wild ride. There's racehorses, horses with yurks in their heads, Area 51 that's not really Area 51. There's an Andalite toilet. They, like, give fake names what? that are X-Files names. Yes. There's a horse making a phone call. Like, it's... And there's, oh, there's a is... wacky Scooby-Doo romp through an amusement park where they have to, like, you know, uh, race around through these terrible haunted house yeah. rides as they're chased by deadly de- deadly aliens and controllers. I forgot that was the same book because there was so much happening. There's a lot in that It was book. really so that, fun. That's a good, goofy book. Right now, a lot of people are reading Animorphs again. I feel like... <laughs> I think I talked to you guys about this one time, but I feel like it's you guys who did it. You started it? You started it, because you're just like, let's talk about Animorphs again. And then everyone was, like, swept through the webcomic community. We are hugely flattered. I think part of it is also, for folks who did read it in that critical period, 20 years is enough of a distance that you're no longer <laughs> embarrassed to go back and read them. It just which so is refreshing. We yeah, there were, there were some, there were, like, a couple other Animorphs um, podcasts and stuff going on before us, but I think mm-hmm. we did hit it at a tipping point <laughs> where, like, yeah. people who love podcasting and people who are nostalgic for stuff they read when they were, like, 12... And, and people who make comics all day yeah. and therefore need something to entertain yeah. the poor verbal centers of their brains while you're in there drawing line after line after line. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. So you guys were the singularity. <laughs> I think we were yeah. lucky to come in at the point at which, yes, we could give up our human bodies and just be morphs all the yeah. time. Just morphs in the cloud. Yeah. So for those who may be a little lost at this moment, animorphs... <laughs> Nobody doesn't know what Animorphs is. <laughs> what if we have, like, 30-year-olds? List- Wait, how old are you guys? I, I'm 26 at this point. Yes, 30-year-olds oh are oh God. in the demographic. I'm about to be 28. So cheap. This is it. This is the demographic. All right, yes. I'm 50-year-old. I think you did mean 50. Good. I don't, I don't think anyone who's 50, 50 Why would they ever? read Animorphs, right? Parents? Yeah. Anyway, so Animorphs. Mm-hmm. is about, in case you're, like, 100 years old. Um, <laughs> or, you, or you preferred Goosebumps, or you were, I don't know, outside running around at the time. Respect, respect. Yeah. Maybe you don't like, uh, maybe it's too much of a heathen book. For but you. I'm pretty sure, still, I'm pretty sure they can put it together. You know, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I mean, it's not that Just tough. the name of the book is kind of like a, I wonder, I wonder what this is. But they change into plants? Do they change Probably. into Now, see, Anna is to throw you off. Anna is the... It's Anna like a, is to throw you off. Instead, it's actually plant. There God. is, tragically, a terrible parody book called Vegemorphs, oh, which man. I cannot recommend to even the most <laughs> hardcore fans of the series. No, thank you. Because, like, what do you do as a plant? Die. There's, there's not even <laughs> enough jokes there. No, you know? they're you really try desperately to reproduce. You have a fruit. <laughs> on you. Uh, anyway, so Animorphs is about five kids who are magically gifted with shape-shifting abilities by a blue centaur alien and must single-handedly defeat the invading army of mind-controlling slugs that have already infiltrated their local community. You know, when you put it that way, <laughs> it sounds pretty fucking stupid. Really? I thought it sounded great! No! Oh. Blue alien centaur gives them magical powers to change into... How is changing into animals supposed to help them combat alien slugs? Why are... Why? 
buy this? <laughs> That's a great mentioned. question. It's often super ineffective but in really <laughs> hilarious ways. Do you remember? Do you guys remember the one where she changed into like a giant squid? Rachel? No. That that's going around on that Tumblr post about all the worst things in Animorphs, right? Oh yeah, she, she like, hasn't seen she that. changes she into a giant squid and she fights and kills a sperm whale. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. Oh man, I know there's one with a squid on the cover. I think you are correct. But this the is, whales I remember that. are good. There's a whole yeah. book about how whales are like are magical strong creatures too, and magical yeah. and connected to nature, but they can also understand thought speak and they yep. send and messy look- messages. <laughs> I so love good. that so much. That was, was so actually read that, that book. That's that was a good one. That was the most like best standalone magical thinking book so far, maybe. <laughs> so we got some characters in this program, as mm-hmm. we have started to to talk about. So we have the leader. His name is Jake. I mean, that's kind of his thing. There's always <laughs> that's that kind character. Of his thing. My name like, is Jake. He's team dad. Yeah. yeah. Yep. He's just like uh, I'm the best at organizing people. It doesn't really. seem like he's good at anything. No. Period. He's kind of is the, oh, I'm the white male protagonist. Uh-huh. I guess. But there's much more interesting characters, like his cousin Rachel, who is, I love Rachel. She's very badass. She morphs into giant elephant stuff sometimes. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. pretty great. Mm-hmm. Some guy cat called her and she transformed into a horrible half elephant, half person, and was just like, fuck you. But it didn't come out as fuck you because she was half elephant, so it was just like a horrible, <laughs> yell. horrible half and, elephant. And half she person. was 12, so she got humorously cut off mid sentence. <laughs> it was great. I love that. And then yeah. we're, we have uh, Cassie, who is the animal friend one, the soft hearted one. I love her. The compassionate yes. one. I love many of them that aren't Jake. Cassie's, most like, the most grown-up, well-adjusted. Like, she is the most, like, thoughtful, cares about animals, cares about the environment, cares about other people's feelings and manages <laughs> all of them. Yeah, Cassie, team therapist and team mom, I think, in addition to team, has her shit the most together out of any of them. And she can turn into animals the best. She yeah. has this mm-hmm. down, like, from day one. She's like, I can turn into a horse? Yeah, I'm down. I'm going to do that right now. Uh-huh. And I'm going to do it the best. And everyone's going to think, wow, it's so pretty when I transform because I know how to do it good. Whereas everybody else, they're just like, oh, God, please don't do that in front of me. <laughs> oh, I forgot Keep about that. Keep it to the bathroom, yeah. kids. But Cassie can, like, do it in an artful way. I would like to think that I would be the Cassie of whatever group I would be. Really? <laughs> we would all like to think that we would be the Cassie of our yeah. Animorphs team. I don't know. Who am I? Who am I? Jake. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm joking. Burn. You're Rachel. No, I'm not Rachel. Well, you can't be Cassie, because I'm Cassie. Okay. Oh, God, are you Marco? I'm not Marco! No, you're always very concerned about, like, doing stuff. You would just be like, guys, this isn't safe. Guys, so yeah. Marco's good. Yeah. yeah, Marco is amazing, I also. love Marco. Marco has he's, the exterior of concern so and hesitancy, but underneath he's like a cutthroat strategist with deep feelings about his mom. Also, in oh, the man. books, he goes through a character arc where he becomes yeah. more sad. <laughs> I think I think we need to get out like a nerd swear jar where yeah. every time we say like, but in the books, we need to just put a dollar towards our Animorphs collection. I'm so sorry. Just I'm like, not I mean, sorry. no, it's so important. Push up my glasses. We're talking about Animorphs as a whole. It just happened to have a TV show. Well, the thing is also that this show is nothing without the books. Nothing. Yeah. The show itself is just like a pale mirror imitation. <laughs> like I was watching it with are. my boyfriend, and he kept turning to me and being like. Okay, but how does that work? And I'm like, okay, well, in the books, you see it. <laughs> and then I had to, like, pause it and explain why this one thing was going on. And it's, like, just a bad well adaptation. There's like nothing I so love good. more than... The thing is, you don't know it all. You don't know all of the fake science right away in yeah. the books either. So, you guys remember Z-Space? Oh, yeah. yeah. Who's the, like, all-powerful... 
the elements. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. I like vaguely remember him freezing the Lion King on Broadway to talk to. Him. <laughs> oh, we and need I to remember, that. Like, a, a that vivid, seems like something he would. It's great though. Yeah. It was like a lovingly rendered set piece that Kay Applegate just like dreamed up one day and spent like dozens of pages describing just like <laughs> what it was like to have all of these characters like frozen. And I'm like, what are you going for here? There's some. There's something else going on here. She went to the Lion King. And was like, That's great. <laughs> she's like, what I if somebody it. just stopped the Lion King? And she's like, I could put that in a book. And I, mean, I have to justify my tax right off of the Lion King somehow. It's very important. To right, be fair, right, right, yeah. I think a lot of the books are like she watched something or read something or like saw a cool animal and was like, I guess that's the next book. That's and it's it. When you're putting these out once a month, what else can you do but latch on to any source of inspiration and just run the hell away with it? <laughs> yeah. Just yeah. like, what if Animorphs, but the moon? What if <laughs> Animorphs, but they're under the water this time? Like, just, you know, you'd run out of shit. <laughs> what if animorphs but they all work at a fast food restaurant wait, i remember that that, that, that be, wait no she introduced me to the phrase mickey d's because she couldn't <laughs> yes. actually say mcdonald's but she could say but mickey she could d's. say mickey d's oh and i was under the impression that it was a separate restaurant entirely <laughs> i was just oh. like what is this mickey d's of which she speaks that was the mole episode right the one where like yeah not mm-hmm. episode book the one where rachel turns into a mole and then almost yep. doesn't like Get back in time? Yeah. Yep. She gets claustrophobia. They have to dump oatmeal into the yerk pool because oh, yerks God. are addicted to oatmeal. It's it's a whole I endeavor. about the oatmeal. It's wild. Is it like specifically like cinnamon? Um, yeah. Instant ginger. maple and ginger yeah. oatmeal. That's so cute. <laughs> That's adorable. They do the best they can to make the yerks ha- seem kind of humanized sometimes, I think. I mean, look, the thing that I... I love when, like, weird invaders happen across something that we never would have thought, like, they would obsess over, and then they super love it. Because it makes so much sense. And also it adds a whole lot of character to them. It's just a very good writing method is to just be like, okay, so the Yurks come to Earth and they want to take over and stuff, but they aren't always taking over. Sometimes they have to eat and sometimes they have oatmeal, and then they're like, oh my god, this is the most amazing thing I've ever had in my entire life. That's so cute. Like how the, the alien in Dreamcatcher was really obsessed with bacon? It's fun. I mean, little did they know. <laughs> Not in the movie, though. They didn't do that. Oh, everybody's movie. a dream catcher now. That's why everybody loves bacon so much. Everybody, I don't think you actually... Everybody's a dream catcher, and that's what happened. From Stephen King's The Dream Catcher. Oh, I did oh. not finish that book. I didn't. I've seen the movie and it was not good. Nope. I don't. Don't do it. Anyway. Okay. So, oh, yeah. We forgot about the last guy. Oh, yeah. Who... His name is Tobias, and he is a hawk. Your favorite. Of course. <laughs> He's a badass loner. Well, not bad. He's a very sad... Yeah, he's a sad-ass loner, if anything. <laughs> Don't you want to just take him under your wing? Oh, my God. Sorry, I have to hang up. <laughs> I have a bad connection, and I could have sworn I just heard you say that. Stop ribbing Just me. a good-natured ribbing. Don't rib me in life. <laughs> life do not touch me now. But, yeah, so Tobias would be the one you would date, right? Even oh, if yeah. he is a bird most of the yeah, time. Yeah, no, that's even a plus. <laughs> so then you have to be Rachel. I guess I Bonus? Mean, yeah, you sure. are. Am I? You're Would totally I a Rachel. A hundred percent. Hundo P, you're a Rachel. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what about you guys? Wait, who are you? Yeah. God, I think realistically I would be a less chill Cassie. Like, still, <laughs> no, as, still as not wanting to fight as Cassie, but like in a pinch, I would absolutely turn my little wolfy tail and run the hell away. <laughs> I think when I read the books as a kid, I really wanted to be Rachel. But reading them now, I'm just like a Marco who's like, I don't. I don't want to do this. It seems scary. I'd rather yeah. just make a joke and then yeah. go to Planet Hollywood. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Animorphs. You know what? I have to retract my answer because we haven't talked about the sixth Animorph. Oh my god. And most realistically, axe! all I want to do is snack and nap, so I'm an axe. Oh, He's perfect. When does he come into the show? Uh, uh, episode six. six. Okay. Right. Because, yeah, he's my fucking favorite. <laughs> he's a good boy who loves to snack, loves to be snobby to humans about Andalite yes. tech. Loves to make mm. mouth sounds, and who doesn't? <laughs> and he's beautiful. Like, in text, he's constantly referred to as, like, stunningly or uncomfortably Disturbingly pretty, yeah. <laughs> doesn't he, like, he, he, he acquires all of them? Yes. And mm-hmm. then, like, turns into, like, some kind of weird hybrid? Yeah, of, exactly like, right. Them? And apparently their offspring is the most beautiful creature that's walked this earth. Yes. <laughs> I mean, if you observed all of your friends' DNA and were going to make your own face from it, you would definitely be like, mm-hmm. I want to be the prettiest version yeah. of but this. But that's all. So, like, all those studies on what people find, like, attractive, and obviously there's a lot of bias about, like, you're surveying, like, primarily white college students in, like, a Western university when you do this sort of study, but people tend to find average faces more attractive, again, with those limited metrics. So there's something to be said for, like, if Axe is combining a bunch of people, he's probably going to move towards the attractive center. Okay. Nice. More symmetrical. Makes sense. Yeah, put, like, the Nautilus shell on his face, and it just lines (laughs) up perfectly. The radius is good. I love a man with a good spiral in his face. A nice Fibonacci spiral in his face. Oh, God. He'd have nacho cheese spirals in his face after he gets to the mall for a single second. He would eat. If you gave him a shell, he would eat that, too. Like, he does not discriminate between things you can put in your mouth and eat. Oh, right. Isn't he obsessed with Cinnabon? Yes. Yes. Cute. Isn't it cute? cute. It's really good. But what did you guys think of the show? Like, you know, totally divorced of the books. Like, if imagine that the books actually didn't exist. Would you have watched this show when you were kids and been as moved? Absolutely no. not. <laughs> <laughs> it's not not good. Like, there are I, things that I can find to enjoy about yeah. it for sure. Even today, even divorcing it entirely from the books, there are charming things about it. But it's uh, it's not very compelling storytelling. In this format, I would it, say yeah, it doesn't yeah. hit any of the things that the books do really well. Like both, yeah. both like the funny parts and the serious parts. And I, a lot of times when I'm watching the show, I wish they had just picked, like, just tried to be funny because it's failing so badly at trying to communicate any of the like stuff the books are doing with like war story and like kids right. being traumatized or working together. Like if they had just tried to be a goofy alien show i think it would have been a lot better but instead it's trying to do both in a 30 minute format it's just they have two dollars for their sets and their costumes <laughs> yeah. and, oh god and a whole dollar of that went to a single live animal already so it doesn't <laughs> yeah. leave you with much to work with right. and the, i'm sorry the other dollar was to train homer the dog <laughs> yep who is apparently the most important character. very well trained dog he's a good boy mm-hmm. he runs when he needs to yep he runs <laughs> to places exactly right Good job, Doc. Every time. Did y'all have a chance to watch the first five episodes, did you say? We watched four. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because it was, it was a challenge, guys. It was, <laughs> yeah. it was, I, just, I had other... I had other we have other priorities. Like, yeah. You have a life. This, I mean, look, we do this now. This show is shows. just like... It's sort of one of those things where it's like, oh, it's whoops. Too late for me. <laughs> <laughs> Which is too bad, because the thing is, you know, we've watched some things. You know, we've watched some stuff. Much, much worse. And this is nowhere near. Like, this is actually palatable. Yeah, like, I could watch it. It's just that it's not... There's not enough about it that's compelling enough to keep you going back Mm -hmm. to the well. Honestly, 
if you're gonna consume you out in the audience, if you're gonna consume any Animorph stuff, get those books. Yeah, yeah. get those books. Or hey, Morph Club. Listen to Morph Club. They'll tell you. <laughs> yeah. 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 Cool. So if you had an animal that you had to turn into, like Tobias. Ah. Oh. Where you are that animal most of the time. Mm-hmm. But you can turn back into a human. So it's not like you have to pick an animal that you're turning into forever or forever. Who's your Tobias animal? That's a great... We've talked a little bit before about like what would be your top go-to morph, but I feel like this is a different question because it's yeah. how would you spend the majority of your days? God, I just um, want to be a cat. Like, yeah, if I could pick yeah. like a rich-ass family, I would <laughs> yeah. want to be a pampered cat in their house. I mean, <laughs> like Rachel said, being a cat makes her feel really cool, and I want to feel really cool all the time and get fed and not have mm-hmm. to do anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah. nap and have snacks. Actually, you know what? I, I retract my answer. So other alien species that are great, the chi, the robot dog, oh, yeah. I would want to be a dog oh, that the I chi totally took care that. of. Yeah, oh, the chi, they love dogs. Yep. They're robots made by dog aliens who yep. are shaped like dogs who have human uh-huh. Like metal furries. They are metal furries. And Let's they also be very own... clear about this. Oh, yeah. And they <laughs> own dogs and they love them. more. And they only are on Earth because humans like dogs. Mm-hmm. And they built a dog heaven in the basement of their, like, hideout home. So I would want to live in dog heaven and That's be a dog. True. That sounds great. Oh, my God. That sounds so magnificent. It's really good. Abby, what about you? Now, see, I want to be able to fly. I've heard you oh. say a lion with wings before. Yeah, like, my go-to is lion. Definitely. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. I, look. For most of the time? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it's giant. It's beautiful. It's Where powerful. are you going to live? Casually going Wherever to grocery I damn stores please, a lion. I'm a lion. No one's going to stop me. Uh, yeah, they will. They will, in fact. No, they won't. I'll kill them all. And then, oh, wait, no. Then they'll kill me. Then yeah. I turn back into a person. And then it's the perfect crime. Where'd that fucking lion go? And then, like a week later, I'll pop up again, and they'll be like, "There it is." They'll never be able to find it. You're running. You're running from the law your entire life, though. And I feel like in 2016, it's much harder to pull that kind of stunt off. Like somebody's going to catch you morphing on cell phone camera, and that's going to be the end of it. You know what? Worth it because I could be alive (laughs) at least one time. Well, but the thing is, you can still change into any animal you want for a short period of time. Yeah, so I can still be a bird if I want, but then of course, like, but why don't you be a bird out, all the time? I'm like, well, I'm super afraid of heights, oh, so I yeah, like that's I would why I can't be a, bird. be a bird. But you yeah. don't have to be up high all the time when you're a bird. But you don't have hands, and you can't like do things with your hands. You just have little bird feet. Well, you don't have hands if you're a lion either. <laughs> but uh, it doesn't matter because I'm a lion. <laughs> pick up stuff with their gigantic paws. I mean, come on. I feel like I'd be something small. I'd want to be something small and like hard to notice. Like a sparrow or like a like a practical bird? You know what I'd like oh, to be I, is I would like to be, be something angry. with hands. So I think I probably would like to be like a lemur. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, Wait, we didn't even consider. There's definitely, there's a Megamorse where they go back to the time of the dinosaurs, yeah, Abby. Dinosaur. So does that change your answer? <laughs> <laughs> You can't do this to me. I'm so sorry. Well, the thing is, most, you're most of the time animal. This Definitely. is your... What? Quetzalcoatlus. You can't, <laughs> you can't be best. a prehistoric animal for your most of the time animal. It's Why huge. not? Because people will see you. <laughs> I could also be Dakota Raptor. No, you couldn't also be that. You couldn't also be a raptor. Big what if you get like a no. time a timeshare program where like you pick another animal with someone else and you're like, okay, this week you be the raptor. This <laughs> you week, guys I'll are be making a, a mockery of this exercise. <laughs> so what about you, Megan? Have you said anything? I want to be like a house cat. Want to be? Oh, yeah. 
I actually, when I'm reading these books, I keep like a tally of animals that I think would be good, but I can't oh. pick one. So I was like, cat would be good, raccoon would be good because they're everywhere. Oh, they have yeah. little, and they they've got hands. and they've got hands. Yeah, yeah. Plus, if you just see a raccoon somewhere, you don't think something's going on. So I could do all kinds of animorph sleuthing. Um, true, 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 true. And then like like ravens and magpies are cool birds. Oh, they're so smart. Yeah, yeah, they're smart, and they've got like they can like use tools. Mm-hmm. You can talk to other ravens too. Yeah, cool guys. and you can be like, "Look at that guy! Attack him!" And all of them will attack that guy. Remember his face forever. Yeah. You know what? One element is of the TV show that is a weakness in comparison to the books is definitely the communication of the thing with the animal brain still being yeah. really powerful. Yeah. It's just like the narration is such an important part. I feel for the animorphs books for mm-hmm. you to really understand. Like what it's like. Anything? It's so much yeah. better in the books. Anyway, of course it is. Of course it is. This is a 90s okay. television How show. Is the show is the show in any metric better than the books? No. Yes. The books oh? cannot show you the visual of 1998 websites. Oh, yeah. That is true. something the show does that in a spectacular fashion. I also- Do you think they're like real, though? No, no, oh my god, no. No, if you pause on screen, like, it's just, like, file backslash yeah. roller site my yeah. GeoCities. It's really good. They did not try. There was no, no attempt to make that look real. They also, okay, the guy who they got, they, like, clearly this show, oh, Visser, yeah. the, clearly this show, um, they could not do the paper mache Visser 3 head the whole time, so they gave him a human morph somewhere at the, in, like, episode four or five, and the guy playing human Visser 3 is... Very good at delivering, like, supervillain facial expressions. Yes. <laughs> and reactions. <laughs> yeah, like, the visuals, there's a reason why they wanted to make it into a TV show. Yeah. And it's because the books have such powerful visuals in them. All of the transformation stuff and being, like, and at the time, like, now, yes, the transformations <laughs> look pretty, pretty bad. But then... That's cutting edge shit. Yeah, that was state of the art. Yeah, it's just like, whoa, that kid really did turn into a, a dog. <laughs> I yeah. hope he's okay. Yeah, like, oh yeah. my god, did they actually turn Tobias into a bird? My what? god, that poor man. Like, <laughs> yeah, like I was asking Abby, like, what do you think these actors are doing now, and like, what do you think Tobias is doing now? And Abby was like, he's a bird. <laughs> that Catching was mice. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Kissing Wait, Rachel. Did you guys actually do research on what the actors are doing? Oh yeah. A little well, bit, yes. Well, Sean Ashmore, everybody, that I feel right. like most people will know that he's been the Iceman. In he's the, the Iceman. Yeah. yeah. But Megan, you looked up a bunch of them. Yeah, like a lot of a lot of them have not been in much. Um, but the guy who plays Axe, who shows up in episode six or seven, um, Human Axe, has been in a bunch of TV shows. Like he's been on Royal Pains for a while. Huh? But you can tell because he actually can act well. Um, and the uh, guy playing yeah. Visser 3 has been, like, a character actor in a bunch of things. Like, he was on Fringe, okay. and that's where I recognized him from. He looks mm-hmm. the same. Um, mm-hmm. He is eternal because that's just a morph. That's not actually his real body. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> it's really, it's real. really scary that he infiltrated the Canadian acting community <laughs> by pretending to be an actor. <laughs> now, see, they tried to make all of this seem ridiculous through the show mm-hmm. so that nobody would so think it was be a It's all a front. Yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. Applegate's a secret controller. This is all zonally. This is your propaganda. So we wouldn't believe it. Look at us. What if that's right real? Into. They're gonna find us, though. <laughs> now that we've said, did this, we already tell them our it. last names? Can we go back and erase that? Because I feel like that's gonna be <laughs> yeah. a problem. Yeah, I'll record over it. Okay, and just say different last names, so then they go after. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Then, because you have to let them, make them think that they got us. 
Yeah. Oh, no. And there have to be real consequences because war is horrifying. So yeah. sorry, Abby Peach and Carrie Howard, like wherever you are. Mm, not going to be great. Bye. Too bad. How did Marco get out of the trash compactor? <laughs> yeah, we just paused it. Is he okay? Did he die? Uh, uh, Spoilers, Marco does in fact die and never <laughs> appears again for the next two no, seasons. No, I That's don't remember how he got out, Meg, do you? Um, the, uh, the entire rest of the show, they keep cutting back to him and he's still in a trash compactor for the next 12 episodes. That's where he he's lives. Just... <laughs> I think... <laughs> I think the next scene, he's just out of it, and it's just like, don't worry, the scene changed. He has, like, some humorous garbage in his hair, perhaps, but that's the only acknowledgement of it. Yeah, does he change into, like, a little tiny <laughs> lizard or a bug or something? Oh, he probably he probably becomes a lizard to get out of it. They like being lizards. He and Jake <laughs> do a couple of, like, synchronized swimming lizard morphs side by side in the later episodes, which is really goofy. Yeah, there is. There's oh, didn't Jake super hate being a lizard in the books? Did they ever turn back into lizards? In the books? Not sure. In the show, they could definitely <laughs> afford to hire lizard actors, so it was kind of a go-to. Yeah, there's definitely because yeah, the, I was she, like, you just find one on the street. Oh, we we did the like we watched the episode of the book where where the moles are in in the books in the in the show. They clearly couldn't afford to get a mole trainer, so they have ferrets instead. <laughs> you know, Wait, wild ferrets. Do they call them? Moles, no, no, they, no, no, no. Like, yes, they don't mole. go like. That would be a fun extra level of lying to children and like, no, don't trust adults, kids. They'll never tell you the right animal names either. <laughs> I was wondering what y'all found salvageable about this show. Like you said, this was palatable at the very least. And I know you've seen some dark things. So what <laughs> what made this less bad than some of those for you? I mean, the thing that it's based on is actually a good thing. True. So, like, yeah. they had that going for it. Like, there were <laughs> elements of just, like, no, this is actually an interesting thing. And also, I just really like anything where people can turn into animals. Yeah. That's all I wanted. They did. It. They had some very solid source material to work from, and I think that made a, be- a big difference. Because we've seen some yeah. stuff where it's just, like, their source material, like, for the last one, was basically just... We don't want to have to dub over and, like, reshoot stuff in Power Rangers anymore, <laughs> so can we just make one that's us? Then we just made one, but it's our different Power Rangers? Yeah. Sure. The so Ireland that's one. That's great source yeah. material. Yeah. Yeah. That was, that was some dark... That was a dark time. I could feel... <laughs> like, the feeling... I didn't get the feeling when I was watching this show that I get with some shows where I can feel my brain trying to direct my attention elsewhere. Because, mm-hmm. like, with this show, I was like, ah, I could watch this. Yeah. People would ask questions about what was going on in the show, and they were a little bit confused. Instead of just being like, "I want to go," yeah, <laughs> I kind of cared about away. them. Like they were, you know, goofy and stupid storylines, but I still like was interested. Yeah, enough. I wanted to see what kind of animals they turned into. I wanted to see how they could find different animals to turn into. And of course, the whole time I was just like, "Are they going to be dolphins soon?" That's my favorite. <laughs> Are they going to be? Is it dolphin time? Dolphin oh, time? tragically, they could not afford to shoot in the ocean. <laughs> uh, yeah, no. I don't. Damn it. <laughs> I don't think they could get that dolphin trainer in. No. Also, they're in Canada, so I don't know where there would be dolphins except for, like, Canadian Sea World. You You know, ice dolphins. Ice dolphins. (laughs) They live in the snow. (laughs) They, like, leap through the... I I like that image in my head. I like that. Mm -hmm. Um, And they hibernate in the summer. What were... Did you have... Now I'm just, like, trying to reframe your usual thing about highs and lows by saying... <laughs> oh, right. Good thing, bad thing? But I still want to hear highs and lows. Yeah, highs and, highs and lows. What's your high, Abby? Animals were in it. <laughs> they were real animals. I was yeah, really surprised were. when we started rewatching. And they were really next to him. They really did get to pet a tiger. Yeah. And then, of course, like, you could th- th- you could tell he was just like... Because, of course, in the books, when they pet something and uh, obtain it or whatever, then... 
the animal kind of goes into a trance. But of course, this is real life <laughs> they were filming in. So when they touch the animal, it's more just like there's a hand on me. I could eat that. <laughs> oh, goodness. <laughs> I could put that hand into my mouth. Yep. Anyway, what about you? Um, let's see. What's my high? Uh, hmm. See, this is why I, I mean, notes. it was just so, it was sort of like mellow, I guess. Like, there wasn't necessarily a bunch of highs or lows. It was more just kind of like a sustained note. It was easy enough to watch, not super pleasant to watch, you know? <laughs> so maybe maybe um, like an oatmeal of TV shows. It's like not as, not as good as pancakes, but not as bad as anti-pancakes? <laughs> Yeah. Anti-matter pancakes. If you have to eat oatmeal's not bad. Yeah, exactly. If you're hungry. If we have to watch a show, at least it was Animorphs. Right. <laughs> it's like, it's good for you. Um, what about you guys? Yeah. What about your highs? I think we both, we both when watching 6 through 8 where Axe comes in, Axe's actor for Axe's human morph is also very yeah. good at being a bumbling and also snarky and condescending and fascinated <laughs> by all Earth culture's alien. They also nice. they also finally get to have like the axe goofs like they yes. they take oh, him to I the movies. Oh, I love the goofs. Yeah, yeah, like they take him in the movies and he doesn't fit in. Like that stuff is really fun, and the show doesn't get to do it until kind of late. Mm-hmm. And that was actually like I was watching that like oh this is genuinely good. It's not just like me going like oh I love these I love like my animorph kids but these aren't quite them but I'm gonna root for them anyway. We should uh, maybe we should keep watching so that we can get axe. I want to see the episode. Let's skip ahead. Yeah, we'll just get ahead. We'll just look at him a little bit. I have to see axe. Just like, peek at him. He's yeah. good. Just, like, watch yeah. the opening to, I think it was seven or eight. Uh, it's eight. Yeah. Uh, eight is the movies, I think. Yeah, mm-hmm. just watch that. You'll be sad. Yeah. What about your lows? <laughs> <laughs> See, now there, is, there are a wealth of options. I think, oh, God, the thing that brought me out of the show most was any time there was an Andalite on screen. And yeah. I use on screen very loosely because they can only ever show one Andalite body part at a time. Yeah. yeah. Same one for each of them. Because they didn't, they can't just have a whole horse. No, they no. never ever, they didn't even show any kind of scorpion tail thing. Oh, I forgot about the scorpion they, tail. <laughs> All we saw was like the lower leg of a horse yep. and the neck and chest of an andalite. They pull out like a tail on a stick um, at some point in episode like seven or eight. Uh, and it is not, not scary or no. threatening. It's just kind of waved around. For yeah, it's like a little yeah. spaghetti noodle that yeah. someone tied a thumbtack to. What about you, Abby? What's your love? Uh, Milo is that it could be so good. It yeah. could be so it could be good. Such a good animal Your low show. is just the like if the disappointment. Tried. It needs to be animated though. It, they yeah. cannot try to do this with like they can't do that. Do you think that would have worked though? I mean, the thing is, all right. So yeah. Oh, I remember what I was going to say now, which is that I did not watch the show when I was a kid. Like I watched the show when I was a kid. I, I hated it because it was real people, and I hated watching shows with real people in them. It yeah. was like reading a book with no pictures. I was mm. just like not interested until a certain age, and by the time I was that age, I was too old. So I was always just kind of like, meh, like, no. I feel sad about that. I feel like if it were animated, I maybe would have watched it. But I also didn't watch, like, Captain Planet. I feel like that's the well, level Captain of animation was... it would have been, is Captain Planet. This one had animals in it, though. Well, Captain so, Planet had animals in it. Yeah, but it was mostly not. There were dolphins in also, it. Also, I hate the Captain Planet collars were bad. It probably <laughs> would were. have been like a Hanna Barbera style. It would have been, but like that's why I'm we got to get a reboot today yeah. with Studio Mir and yeah. just get all these cartoonists that's... who cannot stop talking about animorphs to run it. Oh, that's man. what I want. I want like a Voltron, Korra level like anime influenced oh like yes. some action some oh emotions but also Mo- very and a pretty. lot of goofs yeah. yeah goofs i want a movie i want an animorphs movie i think that would be bad just why do you think it'd be bad <laughs> well I mean, to be fair I if i actually reason, i think 
I think it would be a lot like um, Percy Jackson. I feel like that would be like the level that they wound up going with. Who? Percy Jackson. It's like this, some movies based on YA novels that are about sons and daughters, like children of gods, like Greek gods. I've never heard of this before. I have a friend who enjoys it. Am I out of the I loop? Try. No, it's not good. It was like a um, post good. Harry Potter like like level. It was like basically like this writer has this book series. It's kind of Harry Potter ish, but it's also about like legends and myths and stuff. So it's like, but, like a little so bit. Bad. Yeah, like a lot I of mean, it like... also is that it's not accurate. So like, the people <laughs> who would really like the weird references they make are just annoyed by the rest of it. Like not accurate to the fictional yeah, to the fictional like. No, no, it's not like like they mention myths that oh. are real and then totally well, just bastardize other ones. Real, real, you know what I mean, myths. Maddie. Anyway, I feel like some of these actors like they're doing their best, and I know it's a Nickelodeon <laughs> show, but I, some of them are not good, and there are like moments that could have been kind of cool, but. I think the writing also is letting them down. Everything yeah. is just falling apart. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. I, I think, Abby, after you said potential, I, I want to change yeah. my Andalite parts answer to also wasted potential. Yeah. Yeah, that's the saddest. That's the low all of us share, is that yeah. this could have been, it's, aside from Abby, I think we've all read it, right? You mm-hmm. haven't you haven't actually read no. that much Animorphs. I've read through several books now because they have audiobooks. And by audiobooks, I mean a robot voice reads it to me. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Even better. Sweet. And but yeah, like voice reading out in 90s we just love the source just, material so much, and the potential there is so big, but they just haven't really like found the right way to channel it into something that's like watchable. Yeah, yeah. maybe day. it just never will be. Maybe it's best maybe it'll just not fade. It's crystallized it's in amber. Oh, these cartoonists <laughs> like love it so much. The books are the best, and they can't be bested. You know what? It doesn't always have to be adapted. Is the thing it because doesn't we always do have, have to the be, books. Yeah, like you don't always have to take something and make it into a thing that's moving. Yeah, true. It can just be books. It can just be still on a page, <laughs> except for the little flippy corners. And I mean, it was definitely like in its era. You can feel the era in the pages themselves. Yeah, in the in very format of the book, where it's like a monthly written book. It is just such a thing that existed in the 90s. Yeah. The Scholastic Book Fairs? Oh, you yes. remember? Oh, yeah. No, I think these are oh, yeah. these are developed with that in mind. Um, you know what Animorphs taught me? This can be like our parting moment. What? what? What Animorphs taught me was the meaning of the word kitchen island. <laughs> because until I read this book, I had no concept of what an island kitchen was. We just like hadn't had one. But then Rachel's like, kitchen gets destroyed yeah. by her turning into an elephant or something, and they have to remodel it so that it has an island. And I remember visualizing in my head, what the fuck is she talking about? <laughs> Does she have an island in her kitchen? And so I literally was picturing, like, a palm tree, tiny little island, like, from a New Yorker cartoon in the middle of her kitchen as, like, a, oh, a decorative accent. That's so cute. The whole time. That's really good. That was, that's, like, the major thing that I remember. From the Animorphs books. I thought for sure that, you were going to say thermals, because I think that was the word yes. I learned from Animorphs. <laughs> oh my god, you're so right! <laughs> I learned that too. But for some reason, Kitchen Island is the thing that really stuck with me. I, mean, we... I think of Animorphs every time I say the words Kitchen Island. I mean, we got stuck on salad shooters. <laughs> we were rereading them, and like everyone was like, obviously a salad shooter's a real thing. Here's a picture. It's a real thing. I was like, I have never, I can't I've picture I've never this. seen one. I still, I've looked at pictures of them now, and I still don't understand what they are. Oh yeah, no. Salad I shooter? Can't figure it out. 
What does it do? Well, I guess I can tell what it does just from the name, but it, I, think but it, it I can't it. shoots a perfect amount of salad into your into mouth. your mouth. I think just it... enough of each little ingredient so that it's a tiny salad within your mouth. <laughs> I would use that. Yeah, absolutely. Wait, is salad shooter the same as a salad spinner? No, I think it shreds it because they keep referring to Hork Bajir as having heads like salad shooters. Oh. Um, so I think I think you put I think you put a big lettuce in, inside and then it shoots out little lettuce. But I'm not please, sure. Please don't <laughs> at us that to that tell us like... what salad don't shooters actually do. I don't want to know. I don't, don't want to know me. the answer. Get no. out of here. Mystery. No. Before you type up your little Twitter things, get out. Anyway, <laughs> thank you so much to both of you for joining us for this this moment of fun in our like bleak election year existences <laughs> oh god 2016 is a garbage fire of a year but this has been a shining hour and i am grateful yeah. for it this has been great Hooray. this has been great I'm glad we can all join each other this time next month hopefully we'll still be this happy yes Hope so. uh, well, we'll hey, see. we can always come back to this moment. And thank you so much to Abby's Patreon supporters for making it so that she can live. Thank you very much. I appreciate you. <laughs> we appreciate you so much. If you have any requests for the Sister Time podcast, feel free to email us at sistertimepodcast at gmail.com. How about you guys? Do you want to plug? Uh, sure. Uh, you can find Morph Club, uh, the Morph Club podcast by going to Morph Club cast on Twitter or looking for Morph Club wherever you listen to podcasts. Yeah. I definitely recommend the Twitter because they post fan art and it's fan art fucking good. Yeah, it's so cute. Animorphs fan art <laughs> quality. It's quality hard, top notch fan art. I mean, like potential for furriness. There's some potential for furriness there. Like, I, I mean, I guess that's basically I what mean, they turned it, it is. Fully they turned it all the way into animals. Also, yeah, Andalites are just it. centaur furries already. Yeah, like that line has yeah. been crossed. Yeah, Mister Three so has like 18 abs, and there's yeah. that one book where he has 48 nips. So, like yeah. the people doing the official art oh, were real thirsty. Yeah, there's a lot gross. happening. Do you so think that Kay Applegate just like pulled things out of a hat? <laughs> to put together her aliens like do you think she was do you remember the one aliens that were like they had a lazy susan in the middle that's another term i learned from animals i think i i can't remember what alien that is but it's like the back of my brain is pulling up a memory from 10 year old megan of whatever the heck it's this when, alien is. yeah it's like when they go to another planet and they have to fight them and then there's like some really sad thing like, the howlers? Without... Are we talking about the howlers because that's tragic yes we are we're talking about howlers oh man I'd totally forgotten that name. Oh, man. Anyway, sorry. Got distracted because <laughs> the Animorphs are so great. Um, thank you guys both so much for joining us, and we'll see you next time. Yeah, next time, uh, if we manage to do this, we're going to try to do not one, but three episodes this month. So we've already done one. This is our second. And if we manage it, we're going to do a special episode on Are You Afraid of the Dark? Because I need to talk about it. Ooh. I have seen the series like five times all the way through and it's a spooky month i have to (laughs) this is my destiny all right so here's how we're gonna say goodbye to everyone on the count of three we're all gonna yell our halloween costume at the same time oh one one two two three three (laughs) (laughs) all right bye